Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Yeah, it was good to get a, another win, and yeah, the hard part is, I think we've done this twice this year, the hard part is, is honestly playing the same team again. It's hard to beat an NBA team once, let alone twice in a row, so I'm assuming, we're assuming they'll get someone back, or a couple of their guys back, so yeah, we'll be ready for, it'll be a bit of a different game probably, but yeah, we obviously have the same same kind of mindset of just whoever's kind of out there, do what we do, and hopefully get another win. There's Joe Ingles talking about the Jazz and the Clippers tonight, playing for the second time in three days. The Jazz uh, had to do this with New Orleans and with Dallas, and both times they were able to sweep it. So will they be able to sweep the Clippers? PK, do your L.A. sources you've told us about believe that Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, or Nick Batum will be back? They've all been listed as questionable. My guess is George is the one most likely to miss. I don't know about the other two. What do you think? Yeah, don't don't forget uh, Luke Kennard, too. I think he's a valuable member of their bench. You know, he's a decent shooter, and he was a late scratch the other night. So, I mean, he's not as uh, high profile as the other two, but I think he's right there with uh, the other guy. Batum there as far as being able to be productive so we'll see about who is out there and I've been told that uh, George is going to be out for a while so maybe they'll get the other guys back I don't know but the thing that uh, with the Jazz I think Joe in a very understated way sums up where they're at you know do what we do because they have such continuity and such flow, which is indicative of having won so many games, of course, that it really boils down to what they do as opposed to the opposition. And as long as they do what they do, which obviously they've been doing, <laughs> they're going to win a whole bunch more games to come. And it's really something that they're at an elite level now that they really just have to do what they do. And it doesn't matter as much. Now, obviously, the stars for the Clippers, if they're not there, makes it easier. I understand that. And maybe if you relate it to, what's it, Wednesday night, you know, maybe set it down five or so. Maybe they're down 10 or 12 or whatnot. So it ends up being a little more difficult. But if the Jazz do what they do, they're going to be fine. So the question is, can they continue to do what they do? Can they keep their edge? Can they keep their focus? Because it's uh, just kind of a really human kind of thing to do to, after a while, get bored, lose your edge. I think we see this all across sports. It's hard to to bring it at a high level game after game after game and focus on all those details. The details are where it's at. See, that was the thing with those two guys being out and and Kennard and Batum also for the Clippers is the Jazz didn't bring it at a high level for the whole game, Mm -hmm. but they were still able to win and win easily. Uh, Mike Conley also questionable. So over the course of today, these two teams will... Update us and social media will have it. We'll have it here on the zone as we find out about all these players and who's going and who's sitting. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Brooklyn Nets beat the Lakers 109 to 98. Nets were up by 20 late in the third quarter. James Harden, 23 points, 11 assists. Uh, LeBron went for 32, but nobody went with him, PK. It was, well, a couple other guys were in double figures, but it, no Anthony Davis, and he's going to be out for at least four weeks with a, what they're describing as a strained calf. Calf blends into the Achilles, so really what's going on? But 
Three guys in double figures. LeBron's going to need more than uh, Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma in double figures. He's going to need a little more firepower. He goes for 32-8-7, but it's not nearly enough. Yeah, offensively, they don't overwhelm you with a number of guys, so that's always going to be an issue for them. You know, who's there to help? And then without Anthony Davis, obviously, it's going to be that much more difficult. But if you step back and tell me that if I'm a Laker person, that he's going to be back in a month, knowing that uh, part of that time you're off a fair amount, what are they, off a week or whatever it is, uh, next yeah, with the All-Star. early next yeah. month, yeah. That's a pretty good deal. If I'm the Lakers, I'm okay with that. I'm still trying to address other issues on my team. Uh, Bond's all that, and he has been all that, but they still have other issues on that team, which is why I think they might make a move or two coming up next month. Wouldn't be surprising. Need a little more firepower there, a little more depth. LeBron James, by the way, did pass 35,000 career points with his 32 in the defeat. So... Another milestone for LeBron as he just keeps uh, is that a keeps big milestone? Him off. Uh, I have big, no idea. It's a big round number and it's it's elite. I think he's fifth or sixth in NBA history, and the way he's going, he's I mean he's got to. We keep saying that at some point he's got to slow down, but I mean, he's climbing up the career scoring list here. It's, yeah, I just I, that that's nice and all, but I don't really you don't think care. In basketball that matters. Nobody ever says, "Wow, Jordan is number two, number three. I have no idea what. Where is Jordan? I couldn't tell you. Jordan's fifth. LeBron's third now. Oh. That shows you how close that attention I've been paying. He's third. Yeah. Carl's Carl's second, and he needs uh, less than two thousand points to catch Carl. I think all time numbers really. It's just baseball. Is it even baseball after the home yeah. run title and Barry Bonds? Do people shrug at that? Or still uh, the milestones, the 3,000 strikeouts, the 3,000 hits, those resonate. Well, you just went to one one number. Yeah. I mean, there's several categories. Mm-hmm. Pete Rose is the all-time hits leader, and nobody shrugs at that. No, they don't. You're right. Uh, other NBA stuff. The Heat beat the Kings 118-110, and the Raptors gave the Milwaukee Bucks their fifth straight loss. The Bucks reeling here after a 110-96 loss. I just don't think they're that good. I mean, they didn't look good. Tampa really owned them pretty much the whole game. Tampa, well done. Uh, Bucks have dropped to third now. Brooklyn is now second, and Brooklyn's only a game behind Philly. So look out, the Nets, baby. Uh, and I would say look out. I think that's an excellent point because they get their guys. They're, they have the opportunity to put something together here. It looks to me like if they can get their guys together, I mean, they've only played six games, complete games. I think uh, Durant had one other game where he had the, he didn't get to start, then he played, then he had to leave. Uh, so where they've only played the entire games, basically, in their regular rotations, it's just six times, and they're 5-1. They're and one. And if they settle into, all right, you do this, I do that, they can be tough. And it is formally, we were discussing yesterday that the NBA had not formally announced the All-Star Game, even though everyone seemed to think it was happening March 7th. Well, yesterday after the show, Adam Silver said that it will happen because it is the right thing to do. LeBron will captain the West, Kevin Durant will captain the East, and they'll draft their teams from the remaining 22 All-Stars on March 4th. Okay, so you can draft, can LeBron draft an East guy or just the West guys? No, I think then there shouldn't be an East and a West. I know. I'm with you on that. It's just name. There should just be how one, many? If you want two. 12, 13 guys, whatever, whatever number you set per team, then obviously you double that. But why in the world would you have an East and a West if they if they if 
Durant, who is from the Eastern Conference, if he can draft a Western Conference guy, then there is no East and West. So just have the best guys. Just get it over with and get back to the NBA League play. Honestly, I wouldn't have minded if they'd skip the All-Star break and use that week to play more It's not about the game. Games. It's about All being right. an All-Star. I think that's a significant designation. I'm not talking about a game. I'm talking about a designation, and there's contract, the financial yep. Bonuses. incentives and all that stuff. So I, would, I have no problem with this as far as I'm intrigued who makes the All-Star team. The game's the game, so I don't blow that off, but... The actual all-star list, I think it's, it was a big deal. If you have an all-star, particularly if you haven't had an all-star for a number of years, that is something noteworthy. Well, then do away with the designation, East versus West. Just give me how many guys they have on the team, 12, so it's 24. Yeah. Give me the 24 guys, and away we go. Whether you play the game or not, I don't really care. Yeah. But I like to know who made the all-star team, and or teams in this case. Why have a a qualification where it has to be X number of guys from each conference. Well, there'll be a 25th guy this year because Anthony Davis will be an all-star and we know he's out. I won't be surprised if there's a 26th to replace Paul George. So, see how this plays out. March 7th, not that far away now. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. BYU, an easy 80-52 to 52 win in Stockton. They beat the Pacific Tigers. Caleb Lohner leads the way with 19 points. He had nine rebounds. He was hitting the three-ball PK. It was going in. Oh, yeah, he looked like a first-team all-whacker, didn't he? Ah, thank you, Riley. <laughs> he looked really good, and we've seen him progress along his freshman season. So obviously, he's got a world of athletic talent. I mean, he's got the height, sizes. For a freshman, he's got a nice body. It's not like, I mean, everybody can get stronger and all, but it's not like he's like Van Horn when he was a freshman. He was a rail. You know, he was a pencil-thin geek, and then you know, he gained they gained something like 50 pounds by the time he was a senior. Well, Loner doesn't really have to do that. Not saying that Loner is going to be Van Horn by any stretch. I'm just saying that this kid looks like he's got the measurables and he's got some talent to go with it and it's going to be fun to watch him develop uh, over the next few years hopefully for that case i mean the lone peak guys and mika was gone after two years and it never really worked out so you don't know but if he stays for all four years at byu he's going to be a fine fine player by the time he's done trevin nell sophomore from woods cross had 15 points that's a high for him and he was four of six from three. So those two guys were lighting up the three-point line. Yeah, it was funny watching that game, man, because they must have had nobody in the crowd because, I mean, literally no one. I mean, every time they made a bucket and made a three, <laughs> all you could hear was the PYU guys cheering away. You could practically hear their comments on television. At least I could. It seemed like they were exceptionally loud, but when you think there's nobody in there, that's going to make them louder. And they had it going on. I mean, that was a team that they needed overtime to beat at the Marriott Center and then just blow them off the court up there in uh, Stockton. BYU plays again tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, at Loyola Marymount on the CBS Sports Network. And then they uh, reworked the end of the season. So BYU's going to have a couple of couple of home games next week, including St. Mary's on Saturday. Sounds like a good matchup. Uh, St. Mary's got worked by Gonzaga and is 2-5 and five in the West Coast Conference. So... Yeah, if you're going to watch Gonzaga and you want any form of competition, you better get there early. <laughs> right. Gosh, man, I was flicking you over to that thing, and it's just, what a joke, man. It was over. Utes, 20 turnovers. It was a bad game. They did not look good. 
They had about a four-minute stretch at the start of the second half where they went on a run and wiped out a yeah. six-point half-point halftime deficit. Took the lead. Uh, it was a fifteen to what would have been fifteen to eight run, and then they immediately gave up a seventeen-zero run and got themselves blown out with some horrible-looking turnovers. So seventy-four uh, listening, fifty-six the final. Listening to Larry uh, on the post game. He's talking about the, you know, when they did execute, which he acknowledged was not for a long stretch of time. They looked pretty good. But when they got out of that and had those turnovers, then they just looked awful. And he felt like a lot of it was self-induced. Now, maybe they couldn't have won that game either way, but they certainly could have been more competitive. I agree with him and what he was saying, that so much of it was self-induced. Absolutely. And, they, and, they, and they're down a couple of guys, and so they just didn't look good at all. They're just – they need to regroup and – and uh, see about next season. They play Oregon in Eugene tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Networks. Uh, Utah State back in action. They're trying to split with Boise State. Lost to the Broncos. Broncos took over the top spot in the league with a win on Wednesday. They're playing tonight at 8 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Scotty G will have the play-by-play on 1280 The Zone. Pre-game at 7.30. Game tips off at 8. David Locke will have the Jazz over on 97.5 The Zone while Scotty's on 1280. Big game, big game for the Aggies. They got to get a bounce back. Yep. Big Sky, your uh, NAU Lumberjacks got destroyed in in Ogden. Weber State wins ninety two fifty nine. And Southern Utah beats Sac State eighty eight sixty nine as they continue to battle for those top four spots in the Big Sky tournament. DJ and PK. Hashtag College Football. While your Lumberjacks were losing in basketball, your Arizona State Sun Devils were acquiring a Ute in free agency, as your head coach likes to say. Brian Thompson, leaving the Utes, he is going to Arizona State. He's got two years of eligibility. Started 12 games in his four years with the Utes. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. He's had four years, but he's got two more. But you get a red shirt, yeah, and there you go. Yeah, and then they let you. Bonus yeah, year. you get all that stuff going on, and then they created that rule too, where you could uh, play four games and still get the year back. That's like a three-year-old rule, I think. Uh, it's an interesting situation here, and I know some Utes are upset. You know, you go to a conference opponent, but I didn't see them winding up a storm when Darren Carrington wanted to come uh, from uh, Oregon, and it's the same type of deal. Now Thompson's uh, situation, I found it somewhat interesting because he's going to a school excuse me I got a cough <coughs> that is he's, basically the same as ASU they run the ball <laughs> they don't throw it that much but they have had high profile receivers be first round picks under the theory that if you run the ball a lot there's you still got to throw it 25 times a game and somebody's got to get Correct. those catches and Correct. if you're big time it's man to man coverage show what you got and Nikhil Harry did uh, yeah, and Ayuk did, and they got a kid, uh, Darby, here mm-hmm. this season who's expected. He he actually ended up getting hurt in the first game and then didn't play. They only played four games, uh, even one game less than Utah. And so he didn't come back. Well, he's going to go to the NFL, and he's got an opportunity to play. Uh, although I think two of the three were not recruited by uh, Herm. They were recruited by Graham. Uh, but you know, I, I can argue that uh, – you could do that at Utah, too. But he decided to go, and I don't criticize him. These are college kids. One guy asked me about this. Oh, yeah, this is going to heat up the rivalry. I said, yeah, personally, I'm not into that. I mean, 
What do you expect me to do? If, they, if Utah's playing ASU, you expect me to root for Britain Covey to drop a pass or something? I'm too old for that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's a football game. I have fun with it. I don't really go beyond that. But no, I don't I don't get into that, that he went from one to the other as far as everybody knows I went to ASU and all that stuff. But, but I wish the kid success. No matter, if he went to the U of A, it doesn't matter. Weaver State announced a two-year contract extension for Jay Hill. So he's now signed through the 2025 season. Want to place odds on him coaching the team in 2025? 2025, so what do we, we, we're just in, we have, well, their season, they're going to have a 2021 season. So how's that going to be? They're going to have two this seasons is, in this 2021? This is their 2020 season, technically, this okay. spring, and then the fall will be 2021. Okay, so that, uh, I mean, I can't even put odds on that he was going to coach this season. No. For, for that matter, yep. because, you know, who knows? Because with that domino effect, it looks like it's settled and things are calm. But to, to me, he remains a hot candidate. This does nothing if I'm a Weber State person in terms of ensuring that he's going to be coaching at uh, Weber State in 2025. Uh, the right opportunity has to be there. I mean, we all love the guy. We've known him for years, and we look at the work that he's done with Weber, and we just say, wow. It's excellent. This is, it's it, excellent. It really is. It's There's not. No it's, way to say yeah, it. he's, he's blown past good and very good. He's in excellent territory. It's not easy to do what he does to win at that level at the Big Sky. I mean, the, uh, at their, in the Big Sky at their level, uh, there's a lot of competition out there. Uh, three straight shared league titles, and then in the playoffs, it's been quarterfinals, quarterfinals, semifinals. That's a really good run for a school that, if you go back and look it up, I think only has two or three, at least two, maybe three other playoff appearances, and he's gone quarter, quarter semis. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Completely overachieving the uh, the school's football history. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Philadelphia Eagles agreeing to trade Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round pick this year, a conditional 2022 pick. Uh, whether that's first or second round or whatever. It depends on how much Wentz plays. If he gets to 75% of the Colts' offensive snaps, then, then it can be a first-round pick. The Colts had a great quarterback history, PK. Obviously, they had Manning, and then they moved him because they thought they had the next great quarterback. His career got cut short. Uh, and now they're into kind of the rent-the-vet stage here as they bring in Phillip Rivers, and now they bring in Carson Wentz. Yeah, but Wentz is much younger than Philip Rivers was. Absolutely. So uh, I think it's worth a shot. you got to have somebody. And there were times there when Wentz looked pretty good. And he's, that's the point, is he's young enough that it's not an outrageous resurrection if he should do it. So Kurt Warner, baby. Is that the best comparison? Because uh, Warner man, had the Super Bowl at the Rams. He went to the Giants. was completely unaffected. He went to the Cardinals. For some people, it's probably an afterthought. Not for you, because you got family in Arizona. You hear more about it. But Arizona, man, they, they get into the postseason, get hot, and he's back in the Super Bowl. Right, but I don't think that he was brought in to be a starter. I think he was brought in to be a backup. I mean, they thought Leinert was the guy, whereas Wentz, I think, is being brought in to be the starter. I think it's a different situation there. More expectations. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, obviously, Kurt Warner exceeded... He took a crappy franchise, literally, for 30 years, basically, and won, I think, four playoff games, if I remember correctly. 
and that was very, very impressive for a franchise that had done not a whole lot. So Wentz has got this opportunity here. And, you know, reading up on it yesterday, then it compares to, okay, what uh, we have a level of what's been established here as far as trading with the picks. What does that mean for Deshaun Watson? And then I saw that Sam Darnold, I saw somebody put out there that the Jets are intent on moving him, which to me pretty much guarantees Zach Wilson to the Jets. That does seem to be how that adds up. And yesterday, uh, while we were talking to Joe, ESPN was running a thing about who will be the Jets' starting quarterback next year. Obviously, I couldn't hear it, but it was a lot of video of BYU football. Yeah. Zach Wilson was throwing the ball all over the place. So it's obvious they were talking about not just drafting him, but plugging him in as a starter day one. Well, I think that's the way it works now, unless you have an established quarterback that the rookie does play. Maybe not necessarily the first game, but he's on the field as a rookie like getting Tua. a fair amount of yeah. PT. Or oh, I was thinking of Justin Herbert, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tua, Tua got the fifth, sixth start. And Herbert, I don't know how that would have worked out if not for the shot. I mean, obviously he got out there right away because Tyrod Taylor and the doctor. But All right, the, uh, the NFL also says it's testing the first position-specific helmet for linemen. It needs further testing. The players' union needs to authorize it. The helmet is uh, supposed to provide additional support in the front where most head impacts take place for players in the trenches. So, can you design a helmet that makes it safe for 300-pound guys to crash into each other? That is, that is the, the goal for science. Whether they can do it or not remains to be seen. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Well, we were talking yesterday about the Padres and all the money they're spending, and you were saying, yeah, and, and everybody's got them listed as the second-best team in baseball, behind a team in their own division, the Dodgers, and the Dodgers' season win total is set by the Caesars Sportsbook and William Hill at 104.5, tying the 1999 Yankees for the highest win total in a sportsbook in the last 32 years. So you bet the over-under on their win total. And to take that over for the Dodgers, you got to pick them to win 105 games. That is a massive total, PK. Who's Bill Hill? William Hill, I think it's a, well, it's now a global sports book. I think it originally was in England. But with the web, everything's, everything's intergalactic now. Global internet betting company, essentially, anymore. Yeah, and that's a high total, obviously, but I would never bet a penny because if they're at 103 and they got a couple of ball games yep. left and Take they've the already clinched the everything, what difference does it make? You know, no one cares. You're not going to get anything. And at that point in the season, you're usually you're usually worried about aligning your pitching rotation. So that would make me very squeamish if they got to 103 or 104, and then they shut down their their, their guys. Right. <laughs> Running a bunch of AAA guys out there and just finishing up the season with the 40 man roster. Yeah, I think they they don't have 40 man roster. I don't think they bring up that many guys anymore in September. I think they, they have a rule against that, but uh, still. They're expected to do very well, as they've done for a number of years. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Time to welcome in Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He joins us once again. Andrew, good morning. 
Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing today? We are doing all right. After after the Wednesday snow commute, every every commute's easy after that. So, yeah. So we're good. We're arriving with a, a lot less stress. All right, Andrew, you've got the uh, you got the uh, the treatment for ED Wasatch Medical Clinic. You've been on the air explaining this to guys, and uh, and lately you've been telling us that there's more studies coming out, and Cambridge University is looking into this. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I think four or five years ago we were kind of the only ones saying, hey, there's a treatment for ED that could work, guys. It's different. And now the studies are agreeing with us. Cambridge University just came out with a study. They tested hundreds of men with erectile dysfunction. They used our technology, the acoustic wave therapy. Um, basically, I mean, there's a lot of data, but basically at the end of it, they said it's safe, it's effective. In fact, every single man that they tested experienced an increase in blood flow and bigger blood vessels. So this is pretty cool. If you're out there struggling with erectile dysfunction, if you're sick of the pill or don't want to take the pill, we can improve your blood flow with just a few treatments. We use the most advanced form of technology. So I kind of think this is a breakthrough and a great thing for guys struggling in the bedroom. And why do men want to stop taking the pill? Because that has been the other option for quite some time, and we always see the ads on games. Everybody's seen them. Yep. It's mostly because of the side effects, the headaches, the blurred vision. Also, the lack of spontaneity, which I think we don't talk about enough. Um, The pre-planning that goes into that, uh, the spouses don't understand how much of a stress that is. So getting away from that whole disaster is a breath of fresh air for guys. All right, guys, you got a special offer if you want to take advantage of it. Explain, Andrew. Yes, we do. We believe in delivering a lot of value. Uh, If you're struggling with ED and want to take the first step in being screened by our medical doctor, we're going to do that free. And we're also going to throw in this little gift. It's actually gotten better. It produces instant results in the bedroom. New patients right now even get free testosterone if you're feeling a little lethargic. So, a lot of value this morning. Give us a call here at Wasatch Medical Clinic now, and it's all free. Okay, guys, you can put a stop to your ED. Call Wasatch Medical right now to claim the offer at 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical at 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys.